स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट द इंटरनेट गेव अस शॉर्ट अटेंशन स्पैंस वी प्रेफर टू लाइक एंड शेयर कॉन्टेंट इंस्टेड ऑफ रीडिंग एंड समटाइम्स इवन वॉचिंग इट At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short, quick, consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find information about everything from cybercrime to RBI's new repo rates. I'm Prasad Banerjee, and this is what happened today. Today's primer is written by Satya Sontanam. If you're a salaried individual, you've probably invested in mutual funds. That's pretty much what most of us do because we have to claim our tax returns at the end of the year. On May 23rd, market regulator SEBI, which is the Securities and Exchange Board of India, issued a circular titled Development of Passive Funds, which allowed the introduction of a new category of mutual fund schemes called Passive ELSS. The provisions in this circular will come into effect from July 2nd 2022 but before that happens here's what that means for you The term ELSS stands for equity linked savings schemes which allow you to claim a tax refund at the end of the year for making investments throughout the year of course sometimes they work in different ways as well but for the most part ELSS schemes are the most popular ways for most of our salaried individuals to save What SEBI has done here is given us a new way to invest. So what exactly is a passive ELSS scheme? So at the moment all ELSS funds are managed by a fund manager and follow a sort of an active fund management approach. With passive ELSS the fund allocation for such schemes has to be based on the top indices comprising of equity shares from the top 250 companies in terms of market capitalization this means that passive elss funds may be benchmarked to nifty 50 nifty next 50 nifty 100 nifty 200 or many of those other stock market terms that most of us don't understand but know that it has some important meaning from july 1 a fund house will either have to have an active elss scheme or a passive elss scheme they cannot have both the cb has also set new norms for debt exchange traded funds and index funds the passive debt funds are now divided into three categories which includes corporate debt funds with exposure to corporate bonds there's gsec funds investing in the government securities and hybrid funds with allocation to a combination of corporate bonds and government securities Currently, debt funds in the passive category invest only in AAA rated instruments from public sector unit companies or government securities including the state development loans. The SEBI circular introduced norms for each debt fund category including portfolio exposure limits to each sector, the issuer and group etc. The application of these provisions should help mitigate the concentration risk in debt ETFs or index funds. Now as per SEBI circular, passive funds must also disclose something called a tracking error in their monthly fact sheets. These are metrics that indicate how different the performance of the fund is compared to the underlying index, 
To make it a little simpler, it's basically the relative risk of an investment portfolio when compared to its benchmark. You can also check if an ETF is trading at a discount or whether it's trading at a premium. Because of poor liquidity of ETFs in the secondary market in India, ETF prices could differ pretty significantly from the net asset value of the fund. This is often abbreviated as NAV and represents the value of the underlying asset of the ETF. In the SEBI circular, the regulator mandates disclosure of NAV on a continuous basis throughout the day on the stock exchange. While this is a practice that is already followed, the SEBI rules are basically making it mandatory by bringing it in as regulations. Checking the NAV can help avoid making the transaction at a significant premium or at a discount. Investors can also buy or sell units of ETFs only on the stock exchange. However, large buy or sell transactions, the value of which will differ with each fund house, can also be directly placed with the fund house itself. The SEBI now said that orders only greater than 25 crore rupees can be placed for redemption or subscription directly with the asset management company. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. We'll see you again tomorrow. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.